Welcome to that Good Good Experience podcast. Where related minds talk about related topics. And we all just happen to be related. Buckle up, this is going to be a good one. We've got that good good experience podcast back well like we never left ladies and gentlemen welcome to that we've got that good good podcast experience and as always i am marcus moses and along for the ride with me today again once again as always miss kimmy brown what's going on cuz marcus darling how are you today how are my good good people I'm sure they're doing just fine. And ladies and gentlemen, I regret to inform you that our third wheel of our podcast is not with us today. Byron B. Brown, he had a prior engagement, you know. But hey, got to give a big shout out to the cuz, Byron. You know, we we miss you, man. We love you. Wish you were here. But it's okay because we still have a celebrity guest with us today from Quincy, Florida, one of the hottest comedians that's tearing up the comedy scene right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Brandon Big Hugh Houston is in the building and we're going to be kicking it with him. I'm pretty sure he's got a bunch of laughs. He's have us doing and we're going to talk about a little bit of music along the way but before we get into that ladies and gentlemen we got to do our good good segment let everybody know what's good good in the world of music and entertainment so kimmy hey what's good good on your end i'll tell you what's good good versus created by timberland and swiss beats will be back on april 17th 2022 with mary mary and bb and cc Winans. it will be a come to jesus moment on versus april 17th 2022 so what's good, good on your side, Marcus? Hey, what's good, good on my side? The ever so talented Miss Tari Torre. For those who don't know, you've seen her in the Kanye West Genius documentary. Also, she's been on our podcast before. The very, very talented. Finally releases her Catching Feelings. Her album dropped on yesterday. The 11th song album includes the songs Take Me Home and We Climb Mountains. If you haven't heard Tari Torre, she is so awesome. And uh, you got to cop this album. It's available on Spotify, Amazon, all streaming platforms. Tari Torre, Catching Feelings, out now. Also, if you have not, ladies and gentlemen, Bel Air. The new revised edition of Bel Air is out now, and you can check that out on Peacock, ladies and gentlemen. You'll never look, you'll never see the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the, the, uh, the sitcom, the same after you, <laughs> the same again after you see this. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you would uh, check out Bel Air, it's on Peacock. You can check it out on, like I said, on streaming platforms as well. So now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we want to welcome our special guest. He hails from Quincy, Florida. He's a 1997 graduate of James Shanks High School. He also served seven years in the Army. We definitely got to talk about that. And right now, he's blazing a trail on the comedy scene. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the hottest communities out right now, Mr. Brandon Big Hugh Houston. Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Big Q. How you doing? Big hey. Q, man. How's it going, bro? Man, it's going well. It's going well. Got frustrated at McDonald's that morning. Almost drunk all the time. <laughs> but, you know, she's still working on me. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's a little inside thing. If you haven't heard Big Q's, <laughs> his, his stand-up routine, man, it is definitely, definitely something you definitely got to experience. Got uh, his, his experience, <laughs> you got to hear his experience in McDonald's and everything. So, uh, hey, you still spend the change, man? Uh, I'm doing right. I'm doing right by people. It depends on my situation <laughs> in life. If I, if I ain't in a bind, then that's a good 
deed in which I do. And if I'm in the bind, I feel like that is a sign of the Lord showing me, hey, this is your blessing. Go ahead and take it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hey, man. So so check it out, Big Q. We gave everybody the abbreviated version of who you are. Just tell everybody about who Big Q is, where you're from, things of that nature. Hey, man. Well, hey, man. I'm from I'm from a little city called Quincy, Florida, man. Uh, man, I, I graduated in 97, man. Went straight out of high school to the Army because I didn't know what I was going to do with my life, man. And I got real serious. And when I was in the Army, man, people used to always tell me, man, you should do kind of, man. You funny. Just being who I am or whatever. And um, I got out of the Army, man. I tried to be a police officer, and that shit didn't work. I was way too immature for that job. And uh, <laughs> so, man, I started doing comedy, man. I started doing comedy when I was, man, at a, at a low point in my life, man. Uh, I was I was reading a book um, from, from Christopher Gardner called Start Where You Are. Y'all know who Christopher Gardner is? Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. We do. And he, he it was like, start where you are. He's like, if you want to do something, do it today. Don't let it be another 10 years. And you look back and say, I wish I would have done. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, I, I want to be a comedian, man. Let me, you know, I, I went and I found out what it takes to get on the local comedy stage, which is the comedy zone at that time in Tallahassee. I emailed them people and people emailed me back. And I was there, I got on the list, I made a routine, I said in the front of my sister and my girlfriend at the time, and I went out there and did it, I was horrible, it was so bad, but <laughs> just inside of me is who I am, man, I didn't, I never thought about, you know what, this ain't something I want to do, like, even though it was bad, I was like, man, I want to do this, and uh, man, it's about 10 years later, here I am, trying to get it, you know, that's, that's, okay, that's okay. it. So when did you first realize that you were as funny as you were? Man, I'm gonna tell you, man. I don't, I, I think back about it, man, and it was an incident that happened when I was uh, I was in high school, man. Had me about ninth to tenth grade. Uh, I was raised by my grandma in my later uh, adolescent years, and um, we had we used to go to the flea market. And I, I guess my grandma had saw this T-shirt, or I had saw the T-shirt, and it, you know, guess was hot at the time. It had a big question mark and said, "Guess." So I caught the t-shirt. I like, I want this grandma. She bought it for me. I wore it to school. I had a homeboy. He liked cracking jokes. So he saw the guest shirt. I guess he noticed something in it wasn't right. So he was like, uh, <laughs> let me see the tag, man. Let's see the tag. So the tag said through the balloon. So, man, my homeboy saw that, man. I'm talking about every time he got Rami, man, he was tearing me up, bro. Big Brandon got the fresh guest. Oh, I bet you won't guess what's in the tag. He was killing all man. People die looking at my tag, laughing like you know you got on a fake guest. I'm talking about he would tear me up bad. I think oh it was Phil Perry. Phil Perry, he would tear me up bad, man. And we had a substitute, so I kind of got in my feelings a little bit. So I went to the bathroom. And when I was going to the bathroom, I was thinking, man, what could I say? What could I say to did get him back? Did you cry in the bathroom? Did you cry in the bathroom? I did not cry. <laughs> that was about to be my cry. <laughs> want, he gonna cry when he goes. I was trying. I was trying to find a fight back. So as I was walking back, man, it hit me like a ton of bricks, bro. I was like, what? And I had laughed a little bit to myself, so I ran to the classroom. Ran to the classroom. I snatched the door open like I was out of breath. And the substitute <laughs> teacher looking at me like, what the hell going on? I said, Mark, Mark, 
your mama in the office. She said, all y'all goats got out. <laughs> Everybody started rolling. <laughs> the substitute TV couldn't even stop laughing, man. He kept laughing, man. I think in that moment, bro, I was like, man, I'm built for this, man. I think in that moment, that's when I wow. said. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 that's a heck of a comeback, man. I know, right? <laughs> so it, it was at that moment you realized you were funny, and so like, okay, when you graduated high school, it was the fact that you, know, you joined the army. Why? Because you needed something to do, or or how did that come about? Man, I, I joined the army, man. I'm you know, man. To be real, I mean. You know, I was raised with my grandma, man. You know, me and me and my grandma ain't having these conversations about um you going to college when you graduate high school. Like, you know, I mean we just didn't have them type of conversations. And uh when I saw that recruiter, man, that recruiter was the first person in my life that said, you know, hey, what you gonna do after high school? You know, what you have a plan. And I was like, nah, I know. And so he was like, Well, let me give you an idea. <laughs> you know, he gave me that, and yeah. um, you know, I mean, just to be honest with you, man, I was, you know, that's that's the only person that said something to me about my future at that time, man. Which I try to change that like a mug, and I, I talk to my kids about their future right now in middle school. Uh-huh. Right, 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 yeah. right. So, so again, you realized that you know you had this talent. Now you talked about performing. You wrote a scene and you performed in front of your sister and your grandma, correct? I still say my uh, and my girlfriend at the time. And your girlfriend, okay, okay. Now you say it sucked. Why did it suck? Well, well, I mean, you know, it's just like you know, you don't, you know, it's it's an art. You know what I'm saying? It's a, you know, it's a mm-hmm. talent in itself. You know what I'm saying? And even in even in trying to um, understand your crowd and the people that you're working with, and uh, you know, just. I didn't understand the mechanics of what comedy is, man, as a craft, man. So I just think, you know, at that time, you know, it wasn't that product of what you see and what you, you know, it wasn't like now I could, I could say certain stuff and make people laugh exactly when I want to make them laugh because I know how to deliver it and how to say it. So, but, he's in, absolutely. but he's in great company because most comedians, when they first start out, they suck at first, but they have to hone their craft yeah. And, yeah. and build from it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I want to get into some of the people who you work with and helped you shape up your craft at some point, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Right now, you know, the reason why you're here, you're, you're here to share your love of music with us. And seeing yeah. that you're a comedian and you got to be in a certain mindset before you go on stage, we decided that this week's theme, this week, ladies and gentlemen, will be the songs that gets us hyped up. All right. Songs that gets us hyped up. I've got my list. Kim's got her list. Brandon's definitely got his list. So, <laughs> hey, only thing I say right Right now, ladies and gentlemen, let's just get let's get hyped. Let's get into it. What's next? What's first, Kim? We're going to start off with Cool Breeze featuring Goody Mob. Platinum all over the wall. If you ever take the book, yo, it had big balls. 
Laid it down hard more than one time. Yo, I hit it, hit it, gone now, I'm out for mine. Went from one cap to thirties to the hunters, folks. People still talking about the last rhyme I wrote. 87 was the year that I first stepped in. I'm hollering at me, doing time in the pen. I say, when I know what, I crept in, stepping all over your best friend. No way, all right. <laughs> uh, oh, check it but, out. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I, that, that, that's hyped me up already, ladies and gentlemen. That was Cool Breeze featuring Outcast, Goody Mob, and the Witch Doctor. Watch for the hook from the Organized Noise album single released in 1998. Brandon, from just from that verse right there, what, what about this song makes you want to, you know, just like, hey. <laughs> How does it get you hyped? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, as a teenage man, I'm telling you, man, I was, man, I like real big fan of Organized Noise, man. Man, you know, Goody Mall, Outcast, Cool Breeze, Stephen Brown, man. Like, I used to like that music because they always did something different. So when they came out, man, it right here was just, the tempo was different. Everything was different, man. But it was one little verse in there that kind of got me, like, cause I just felt like it was so lyrical at the time. I think it was Andre 3000. He was like, somebody please pass me the number two pencil because they testing. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's been balls, man. Yeah. You know, that used to be my favorite yeah. part of the song, man. Yeah. And, th- and this is coming off the, the Source Awards, not fiasco, but like when Goody Mob won the award and a mm-hmm. lot of people were booing them and uh, uh, 3,000 went up there and told me everybody, like, hey, the South got something to say. You know, and so, like, you know, I mean, the South got something to say. So, basically, this was basically 3,000, you know, pretty much capitalizing on his words because these guys are lyrical geniuses. They were doing their thing. They really spit a lot of fire in the song. What do you think, Kim? So, what else is there to say? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, but my question is, when you hear this, where does it take you back to? What is that moment that it takes you back to? It take it take it take me back to like my military days, man. Cause it was like when this song came out, I was in a place where everybody was from everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So I I was from Florida, I was from the South. So you know, it was like one of the little bumpers that I used to always play, and I had people that was you know from Jersey, from Philly, but like man, what this is, what this is right here, man. But they vibe with it too, man. So it take me back to a time where I met friends. Man, like brothers from another mother, man. And you know what I'm saying? All our kind of music kind of like, you know what I'm saying, made us one, man. Because it was some East Coast music that I like, too, that I ain't even really, I don't think, got on the list. I think I was mostly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was some good East Coast tracks, man, too, that I really like, man. You know, uh, like like Annie Up. I should have put that on. Oh, man. man. That, so, that's from Jersey. Jersey right here. But like, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. But MOP. MOP. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, man, that that was I remember that song. I'm like you. Yeah, I was in the I was in the service around that time when I came out. You know how we used to go I had to change. I called it something else. The uh the PX come out. Yeah. So I remember having yeah. this uh <laughs> Yeah. So I remember having this album too. So I mean, hey man, a great way to start our get hype theme episode this week. Now, what's next, Kim? Right, we gonna go to one on your list, Young Jeezy, Go Crazy. All right. To my whole team of thug mansions, and I feel like pop. That's a thug passion, and this the realest I ever wrote. 
and all eyes on me like a microscope. Young Jesus, give him one more chance. Try to shine like you and spit this whole advance. Hey, like my main man pull up, talk real slick. Look, I'm okay, but my watch sick. Disrespect my mind, and this is how I'm eating now. So respect my grind. The way I put them words together reminds me of how I used to put them birds together. Hey, hey, Then I swing my chain You kiss me in the club Then we do my thing Hey, hey, hey New G's watch the whole club go crazy Now watch the whole club go crazy Pop the collar then you swing the chain All the gangsters in the street That be doing their thing Yo, that was my joint There's actually two versions of that song That was one of them The other one of them was produced by Don Cannon It features a Curse Mayfield Man, oh man, I want to go back uh, Sample from that this song reached number 22 on the hot R&B and hip-hop charts. Also, number 22 on the hot rap charts. Uh, again, you can't go wrong with Young Jeezy. Young Jeezy, uh, also a Georgia boy from Hawkinsville, Georgia, made his transition in Atlanta, Georgia, hooked up with the right people, and the rest is history. What you think about that one, Big Hugh? Man, yeah, yeah, I was listening to it. I was like, it definitely has to be two versions, because... <laughs> 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 I, I know that about word for word too, man. I'm a big Jeezy fan, man. Not the music out of ATL, yeah. man. I always look, I always listen to Jeezy when I feel like I want to do something that people tell me I can't do it. That's impossible. And you know, you can. So Jeezy has an array of motivational songs. Here's one of the titles. I think it was his first album, that Thug Motivation 101. Was, that was one of his first albums, you know. So, hey, man, you know, you can't go wrong with Jeezy. He really contributed, has made his mark in the hip-hop game as, as an artist from the South as well. What's next, Kim? Well, since you brought it up, I got Thug Motivation. <laughs> okay. The streets made me a product of my environment. Look what the streets gave me. Product of my environment. Now it's 28 inches on a brand new Hummer. Tell me right now it's gonna be a cold summer. Blew the brains out the Chevy. Call it suicide. It's the way of life. That's how young niggas ride. Drop or die, gave them hope. They waiting on the sequel. It's clear to see the boy Jesus do it for the people. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Yay, check it out. And that was Thug Motivation by Young Jeezy. One of the songs from his also entitled album Thug Motivation. Uh, let's get it. Thug Motivation 101. Released in um, 2005 on the Def. That's right. Released on the Def Jam South label. Again, Young Jeezy. One of those artists that you just can't go wrong with. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing the success that he had. This album debuted at number two. On Billboard 200, believe it or not, Billboard, this one debuted at number two. Sold 172 mm-hmm. copies in its first week, and it's been certified double platinum. It is one of Big Hue's Get Hype songs, man. What's up? Oh, man. Uh, you know, the, the album Thug Motivation, man, you know, honestly, man, it, it, it was so instrumental, man, because, I mean, when that album came out, a song that he had before that, was with um golly man it was puff daddy um them boys them boys uh them yeah, boys yeah. do anything for money yeah. and you know really that really was when yeah. i had first started you know listening to jesus but that song right there man i've got that album from a bootleg dude 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> at, at, at the time, at the time, man, me and my girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? We we young as hell, raising kids, struggling, making it through life, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of like, you know, that was our album, man. And we had a little uh, little great century. And we used to part with that in, and that was a song that we played. We turned the music all the way up. You know, leaning to the side, riding through the city, man. <laughs> you know, that, that, that got me hyped up for life. You know? <laughs> I'm tired of these roaches. Yeah. I only see some marble floors, you know. That was man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think the, a group was, uh, you know I'm saying, Boys in the Hood uh, with, with Jeezy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Joe DeBreeze. Uh, Joe DeBreeze and all those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, but basically, they came off uh, uh, Diddy's label, and they collaborated and make that big song, you know, them boys. So, uh, hey, man, definitely a, a great hype song. Is that one is that in your playlist, Kim? Um, no, that was on the Q's playlist. Oh, my bad. No, I'm saying, is it is it no? Is it in, in your playlist somewhere in your playlist that you gotta got a bunch of? Not, not, no, not really. But you want to hear what is on my playlist? <laughs> What's in your playlist, Kim? <laughs> my people. From up north, Wu Tang, cash rules everything around me. <laughs> Green, get the money. Green, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. Cash rules everything around me. Green, get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. It's been 22 long, hard years. I'm still struggling. Survival got me bugging. But I'm alive on arrival. I'm being back the shape of the streets. To stay awake to the ways of the world. Cause shit is deep. I'm in with the dream with plans to make. As a shorty shouldn't be so rough But as the world turned, I learned life is hell Living in the world no different from a cell Every day I skate from takes, giving chase Selling bass, smoking bones in the staircase Man, y'all don't know nothing about that Cash rules everything yes, around me from the Wu-Tang Clan released on January 31st, 1994 by Loud Records as the third single from their debut studio album Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers what y'all know about that? <laughs> I think this is the most important verse was the one that we just listened to, Inspector Dickens. He says, it's been 22 long, hard years, it's still struggling. Mm. You know, I felt that, you know what I'm saying? And and uh, everybody knows that the Wu-Tang Clan, it, all my guys, man, the Rizzo is just an old, dirty bastard, Inspector that Raekwon, the chef, you got. I mean, all you better say guys. it. You better say it. <laughs> method Man. You ain't say Method Man. <laughs> method Man. And of course, Method Man. Yeah. And those guys are really raucous, man, when it comes to lyrics and stuff like that. And that's one of, the, one of, the, one of my favorite tracks. By those guys, Big Q, what you think? Man, uh, that was, I, 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 I used to like that track, man. One thing that got me though, I was a country boy from Quincy, man. When the shit came out, I just liked the song. I didn't realize, you know, even listening to the chorus, none of that shit. I did not realize Cream Cash rules everything Think around, around me. me. I didn't know that that was. <laughs> that <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, no, Oh, that's the shit. That's it, man. But when yeah, I got, yeah. man, I, was like, I felt more connected to the song once I understood that. <laughs> but I ain't understand. So, 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 BQ. Now, let's let's go back to you for just a minute. Now, you 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 took some time to try to perfect your craft. 
Uh, who are some of the people that you surround yourself with that kind of help you hone what you were trying to do? Uh, man, you know, to be honest with you, um, just being from Tallahassee, man, I really have to, you know, kind of cling on to the comedians that surround Tallahassee, man. So I really work hard to try to prove myself. Um, people like Tyke Mike, uh, which is a comedian out of Tallahassee. Um, you know, he's in Orlando now. Uh, you know, he got, you know, he, he do his thing with Afro TV. Um, he also be on the Martin Lawrence tour. But Tyke Mike really, really kind of like, he used to be on me all the time about how to do this. Like, you're funny, but you got to do this here. You got to do this here. Hey, do this here. You know, so I always, I was the type of person I listen. You know, game free. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Somebody that's in a position in which you want to be, trying to tell you something about what you're doing, I listen. I say, okay, cool. You know, I don't really take that as hating or anything of that nature. Also, man, Marvin Dixon, man. Marvin Dixon is a person that really, uh, you know, gave me opportunity to uh, uh, talk to me about, you know, how to be better, so on and so forth. Uh, I also had a chance to meet Rodney Perry, man. Rodney Perry had saw my set, and, you know, it was a look. Matter of fact, the, um, you know, he go my last $5. <laughs> Lunch is on yeah. me, right yeah. in the picture. Yeah. So, you know, he actually gave me that bit on my joke when he saw it the first time because that wasn't always there. Like, it's, I, I, I do it so much, you know, and, you know, it grows and grows and grows. So, you know, I'm trying to perfect it, you know, straight, you know, raw. You know, I, I but, you know, right in the pair, Marvin Dixon, Tight Mike, three of the comedians that, you know, I really, um, that, you know, kind of, you know, impacted me. They might grow a lot more, but you know, them three for sure. Absolutely. So big shout out to uh, Tight Mike and those guys. I think I think I've heard Tight Mike before. He came, matter of fact, he came down this way for a comedy show a while back, a few years ago. I, I got a chance to listen to him. He's pretty funny. He's a pretty funny dude uh, yeah. as well. So so family. Now talk about your family. Now um, you got kids. I know your father. What what's that? What's that been like for you? Oh uh, what well, man? Um, you know um. Yeah, I got I got kids, man. Um, I was I was married twice. You know, my uh, my first wife left me for a best friend husband. Uh, that was <laughs> difficult. Wow. <laughs> I, I think sound like a think, country song. Want to hear? hear. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you yeah. know, all things that sound bad are not bad. Amen. 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 Kind of, I'm glad. I'm glad. Kind of things worked out that way, man. And I had two daughters from that relationship. My oldest two daughters are Michelle and Samaya, man. Samaya is uh 18, and she had a little baby. So I'm a granddaddy, little little Kaylee. Okay. And Michelle is 21. Michelle is 21, and she's actually pregnant with twins right now. And that was for my first marriage. And you know, after that marriage, I was married again. I was uh, I was with a beautiful woman for, you know, 16 years. I uh, was raising up three boys. And, um, you know, about two years ago, she unfortunately passed away. So, uh, you know, I'm here with, you know, my my three boys, Kamar, which is 18, Josiah, which is um, 14, and Kiata, which is 13. He just had a birthday. So, you know, uh, I'm a fa I'm father of five kids. That's that's Okay. What. okay. And we're, we're sorry for your loss. I know that's probably uh, – uh, I, I actually saw something on Facebook uh, yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, uh, mm. you made mention of that. Now, was yesterday your anniversary? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yesterday yesterday was uh, 
Yesterday was our anniversary. You know what, man? Um, it's it, you know, I think it was 2018, but I make like four years we've been married, man. But you know, man, we have been together for about you know, well, 12, 14 years, man. You know what I'm saying? Just you know, just just going through life, being immature, you know, thinking, thinking with the wrong head, you know, and making crazy decisions. <laughs> you know, I mean. You know, I you know, I guess we should have been married. I mean, I, I just thought about so much, you know, on on yesterday. Uh, you know, even even I'm in a place in my life where, you know, I'm trying to take, you know, steps forward and, you know, continue on with my life, man. You know, it's kind of just like, you know, it's just part of my history, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, no matter what I do, that's that's a memory of of my life and in 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 itself. So, you know, uh you know, you know, I just thought I had a lot of time to think yesterday, you know, really about it, you know, whole, you know, completely. And people always be asking me, you know, you know, you, you know, like take your time and get over this and get over that. Well, you know, I, I think I've taken my time and I don't think I'm really trying to do anything in particular, man. Just live live each day, you know, see it. I'm a human. You know, I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just ah, you know, and just. <laughs> I mean, ain't changed, but you know, I definitely have to move forward. You know, but you know, I, I had them thought. You know, I have thoughts and shit, man. It just is what it is, and uh, okay. you know. I ain't thinking about nothing else. I figured, you know, in just a simple way, if I had something else on my mind, it wouldn't like put that on the back burner. But, you know, it's like cream over the womb or something. I don't know, you know, just. Right, right, just right, right. So much time to just think on it like I've been thinking on it and really trying to occupy my time a little bit. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Wow, so, so and very understandable. I, I, I'm, I, I don't, I have nothing else to say behind that. <laughs> but you got to do what you got to do to get through. It's life. That is life. It's life. Right, exactly. and, it could, and, and you move. And you're, you're doing very well despite all that life has given you. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And and we're gonna move forward just like you move forward, right, Kim? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a good time to play I Want to Thank You by Alicia Myers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because you ain't never heard of that song before. I have. Okay. I have. I definitely have. Okay. I, I'm being honest. I have. Okay. Okay. But once for some for some reason I was thinking somebody else or whatever. It's just been okay. a long time. That's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But but anyway, that's 
<laughs> that song was released back in 1982 off of MCA Records. That was by Alicia Myers. And again, uh, written by Kevin McCord. Why this song, BQ? Man, you know what? I really, um, you know, man, like I told you, I was, I was reading a book by Christopher Gardner. And, you know, that that place that I was, yeah, I was at in my life at that time, man, you know, I heard, I heard that song. You know what? Listen, I did 60 days in jail, okay? I'm a law-abiding citizen. I don't go to jail, you know? <laughs> like, I've never been in there ever in my life. I'm in there 60 days, I'm in that bitch crying. Nigga looking at me like, nigga, I'm facing live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, but I was, you know, I was messed up. Like, that ain't who I am. You know what I'm saying? So, man, I, was, I had this book. I was reading it, man. So, you know, when I was doing comedy, you know, you have a good night. I think I was, um, I think it was on 96.1, you know, late night station. I had it on, man. And I heard it come on and it was the whole build up, you know, because uh -huh. it's like a. It's like an almost minute build up before she's saying that. Baby. I know. I know. It caught me. I, like, I want to thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much, man. I was just dumb. But, 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 you know, being out here in the dang world again, man, that song right there, man, just listen to that little part right there. Man, females, y'all go through a lot. I didn't realize that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you yeah. didn't yeah. know? I have no idea. They like she said, you know, she found somebody that loves her and not just her body. You know, I'm like, damn, right. you know I'm sorry. I've been going in for the kill so soon, man. Not trying to, I don't know. I have to work on myself. Something is wrong with right. me. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, most, most people, I, I, women and men, need to start working on themselves and then internally and go internal to start working on that part of themselves. Internal. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of which, BQ, is that something that you do during your spare time? I know you have your own way of meditation. You know, I'm not I would say anything, but I <laughs> but uh do you like do like a yoga or meditation or anything like that just to kind of help you cope with some of the things that you've been through in your life? Uh man, I walk. You know, I walk. And even walking is a form of meditation because you can clear your mind. It, it kind of is, man. Mm -hmm. You know, the, just the look and to see the birds chirping, you know, mm -hmm. and to look at the sky. Yeah. See the blue sky and breathe in that fresh air. Mm -hmm. uh, it just yeah, takes for, yeah. for for that forty five minutes to an hour. I'm not worried about thing. Mm -hmm. You know, just hey. thing. it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think a lot too when I'm on that. I think about it, reflect, and you know, I think about what I've been through, what my next move finna be. You know, how I could better this, how I could better that. So it'll give me time to think. That, I guess that's. No, that's why I try to do my best work in those moments of isolation when it's just me. Because <laughs> there's a lot of time it ain't right. just me. Somebody else. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So where are we going now, Kim? Well, with that isolation and, and meditation, we're going to get back to life with soul to soul. <laughs> oh, yeah.
a back to life however do you want me is a song by soul to soul the song also features reggae philharmonic orchestra it appears on a second dairy version of their debut album club classics volume one and keep on moving and was released on may 29th 1989 they used to play this all the time and every time that came on especially the belly version that junk would hype you up <laughs> yes yes I'm, I'm glad you said something about the belly version it's uh-huh. like when, when belly came out i almost forgot about this song but then when you watch the beginning of belly like oh that was the jam and, and yes you just it was the song especially the way they again, came man. in and it was like the acapella version, and they were just slow mo walking in. That junk was hype. Yeah, <laughs> and the, yeah. And I, as a matter of fact, it was hype. Williams that directed, if I'm not mistaken, directed that movie. Mm-hmm. If, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man, I tell you what, that song "Back to Life" by Soul to Soul. I mean, they pretty much dominated the '90s. That's they uh, did. As far as like, as far as like R&B songs. Big what you think, man? I know you. I saw you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was at five, man. And I do remember uh that was when Belly Fur came on, right? Mm-hmm. That was something in the yeah. club, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. That song made that scene though. You yes, know, it did. It, it did. did. Yes, it, it did. did. Bro, and that it was lit, man. I got and then you know what? <laughs> the thing about that song, that song made Belly, bro, because you when you first looking at it, you got DMX Nas in here, man. You're like, hey, what, what, what this gonna be, man? And then this song come out, and this they come out, you know, robbing some. They robbing something. I ain't seen it in so long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they yeah, that's what it did. That's what it did. It made you feel a little hype, like man, the boy is my crap. <laughs> 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 that that's a yeah. whole vibe right there, bro. A whole vibe for real. It, it really is. It really is. I mean, uh, that was an absolute uh, gem of a song. Cam, and I'm glad we we had my calendar. Definitely gets me hype every time I hear it on Sirius. You know, I'm it's on uh-huh. it's it's locked in. It's one of my favorite songs. So hey, you can't go wrong with Soul to Soul. But what's next, Cam? So I got one of Big Q's Shotty Low. They know. They know by Shawty Low. I think it's safe to say that's probably like the strip club anthem. But nevertheless, wait, 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 wait a minute. I don't ask no questions. Don't don't ask no questions. I don't ask no questions. Okay. I'm, I'm... <laughs> what I'm happens consumed. on the good good stays on the good good. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but this song was uh, released in 2007. 
Gentlemen from the solo album My Shawty Low Units in the City. It, like I said, it did very well on the charts on Hot 100, number 31, peaked at number 31, number three on the hot rap songs, number eight on the hot RB and hip hop songs. And what, what, what kind of like got me thinking right now is it's just so hard for me to believe that Shawty Low is not with us anymore. Uh, he was such, such, such a guy with full of energy. It, it was never a dumb. Whenever you saw him on the TV and whatnot, you know, and so, you know, for him not to be here right now, it's kind of like, kind of looks like a little damper on the song, but nevertheless, the, the music itself still lives on, and whenever you hear it, you know, it still gets you hyped, you know, so, Big Q, that, that's what you're coming out to before, sometime before, before a show? Yeah, man, I've come out of that before, man, I've come out before. And you know, when you said I was a strip club anthem, man, the only thing I can think of is a girl coming out there, standing on her hands, doing a split in the air, spinning around like a helicopter coming down the runway, you know what I'm saying? And stand <laughs> up straight on the pole and do a split as she come down, boom, and be like, big ups to all my haters, you know, that's what <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I got a visual. Yes. <laughs> I, I know I did. Oh my God. That, was, <laughs> that was um man, that that was a tight song, hey. man. Oh, oh, it just you know just I guess when the ego get real big and you just think you doing and know know what you got going on, you're like they know they know I'm gonna be funny, and that ain't always yeah. the. Sometimes they don't know. <laughs> Sometimes they don't know. Exactly. exactly. Sometimes they don't know. But yeah, rest in peace to Shawty You know, his his, his legacy and his, his music still lives on and it's still getting us hype to this day. What's, what's next, Kim? So we got to go to some Kanye West champion. You that you are a champion. You don't see just how wild the crowd is. You don't see just how fly my style is. I don't see why. I need a stylist when I shot so much I can speak Italian. I don't know, I just want it better for my kids. And I ain't saying we was from the projects, but every time I wanna lay away or deposit, my dad say when you see clothes, close your eyelids. He was sorta like Will Smith and his son. In the movie, I ain't talking about the rich ones. Cause every summer he'd get some brand new hair brain scheme to get rich from. And I don't know what he did for dope, but he'll send me back to school with a new wardrobe and hey. Think he did. Wow. It's just hard to believe a guy with that much talent has so much going on nowadays, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> of course, that was Kanye West with Champion from his album, Graduation, which is one of my favorite albums of all times. And it features a chopped up sample from Kid Charlemagne by Steely Dan. Steely Dan, just, uh, one of my favorite go ahead. groups. Steely Dan is actually one of my favorite groups. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't know that, Kim. Yeah, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you put that in there. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah, the song itself, I mean, to the harmonics, to the uh, bass, to the all the, the parts that go into the song, man, it's just really kind of gets you in the mood, kind of makes you want to get up, drink coffee, and get your day going. And I just love the song. Now, BQ, now you're aware of all the issues that's going on with Kanye West and all that. What is your take on all of it? Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See, you know, 
Hey, Kanye's the man. All I will say is <laughs> I was watching. Uh, I finally watched the um, documentary on Jesus, and it was actually good. And it reminded me how talented he was and how that first album was so great. But you also saw where there was like a switch that went off in his head and things. It was like he's not even the same person. That's yeah. all I have to say about now, that. What do you think? What, what do you think attributed to that is just like when, you, okay, I'll give you a quote, all right? <laughs> Dave Chappelle went on, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel, one of those guys, and he said he had um, Kanye over, and they were watching some, some of the Chappelle show sketches. And he said, Kanye, this is what Chappelle says when he, he knew Kanye was going to be big. He said he got a call during the session, and Kanye was like, no, I can't do that right now. So I'm, I'm watching, I'm with Dave Chappelle. You see, the last thing he said was, because my life is dope and I do dope shit. <laughs> he hung up the phone. <laughs> and so, like, I don't know what triggered the switch, but I know, I do know this. We hope Kanye gets the help that he needs, you know. I mean, he's just too talented of a figure. He really doesn't have anything to prove. I mean, come on, dog. You're a billionaire, man. You know, like I said, you know, you're doing great. Your music speaks for itself. I mean, not just your music, but, you know, the production you did on a lot of other guys' tracks, you know, before you make it big yourself. All that still speaks for yourself, man. So, like, you know, we're praying for Kanye. We hope he gets the help that he deserves. So, uh, what's next? All right. Someone who actually collaborated with Kanye and was on the documentary, too, and that would be Pharrell, one of my favorites. And... One that you might not know because you had had an album to have this one, but how does it feel? Close your eyes, just picture yourself, just holding pies. Implement a plan and you surely rise. That's promised by the man that controlled the skies. You see, I know this shit's so ill. Better yet, doggy, just tell me how you feel. How you feel, though? We just picture thinking, dreaming, scheming, bleeding, breathing, all in the late night, shaking, boiling, lacing, baking, shaping, shaving. Gotta get this cake right as I serve it. You just burn it, breathe it, learn it. Now watch you take flight. Megan, how does it feel? Ha ha. Yes, sir. You don't know me, I'm part Howard Hughes, part horny, part holy First trick on the ramp is the rock and rolly Keep one on my staff with a new pro chromie It bequeaths me to mention that I've been bitten But affords me to chuckle at what critics have written So if you were listening, this is a rundown of how you get that paper Anyway, this is from the second track <laughs> off of his first solo debut album in my mind, that was released on July 25th, 2006. This is from Pharrell Williams. Absolutely. I love the track. I love the uh, sound like the uh, the HBCU marching band uh-huh. uh, in the back. In the back. I'm not sure who that was, but I'm pretty sure it was. It's got a nice little feel to it. I can see how they can get you hype. I can see you in the morning with your coffee, Kim, you know, driving down the road to your job. <laughs> so this is a good one when you drive and put the sucker on and get on the highway and just be gone. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, now, Big Q, let's let's talk to you for just a second now. How, how do you, where does the uh, material for your stand-up uh, come from? Uh, Real-life situations? Where does your, where do you, how do you get your material? Man, man, to be honest with you, it comes from just, uh, you know, other people, man, stuff other people say, you know what I'm saying? I just kind of adopt it, you know what I'm saying? I see it, this album. Um, uh, you know. 
Uh, you know, a little backstory on the little first joke that I told, man, about my blessing at McDonald's. Uh-huh. I came up with that, man, sitting in McDonald's because I gave this girl a $50 bill. And she gave me change back for a 20. Uh-huh. I like, no, no, I, I gave you 50. And she was like, you sure? I'm like, yes, I'm sure. Go get your manager. <laughs> I can wait until you count it down. I, I got time today. You know what I'm saying? So I went over there and I was waiting on the countdown. I and I was just thinking like, man, God damn it. If she would have gave me the wrong change, like what the hell I would have said. And that's that's where the whole idea came from. Sitting in there in that moment when that happens. So just from life, man, what other people say and you know what you go through. Now, so who were some of your some of the people that you looked up to in the time of the game, some of your heroes? Man, I guess I have to say, uh, you know, at this point, Robin Harris, you know, Earthquake for sure. Uh, Earthquake always been one of my favorites, man. You know what I'm saying? I seen him many, many, many years ago. I like that dude crazy. And, you know, um, I like Eddie Murphy, man. Eddie Murphy, this, I, you know, man, Eddie Murphy got to be a great, man. Like, I don't care. Like, you can say what you want to say, but, man, you watch Norbit, bro, and you <laughs> – yeah, bro, something wrong with you, man. Yeah. That that's one that's, of the that's, 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 a, that's an underrated movie, bro. <laughs> it's, so it's, a, it's there, a classic. It's a classic. Is there a particular comedian that you try to style yourself behind? Not not try to bite or anything like that, but that that you try to mimic a little bit or use their stylings as in your comedy. Well, you know what, man, to, you know, to, to, to do that in the common world is kind of frowned upon anyway. You know, I guess I would, uh, I'll say I just try to be myself to a degree, man, but I really, really like, like Robin Harris, man, some of the way he thought and some of the ways I be thinking and stuff, man, to me, in my opinion, it seemed like, you know, we might have lined up a little bit, you know, like that, that'd be the person that, you know. No, because my eyes be stretching like his. <laughs> yes, yes, I was going to say that. I was going to mention that. I was going to mention that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got to go, got to go. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so, uh, okay, okay. Now, what's next, Kim? I got mystical. Here I go. Oh, oh. yes. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Here I go. I'm going to say this, man. <laughs> Mystical is one of the most, we talk about underrated. Mystical is probably one of the most underrated artists of our time. And if you had to spend so much time in prison, you could probably make a case for him being one of the greatest of all time. I'm talking like up there with Jay-Z because like before T-Pain came along, you know, if you did a collaboration with Mystical, it made your numbers jump 
just that much. I mean, the, the, those are facts because his style of, of rapping, you know, was like any other, you know, I mean, it, it wasn't really mumble rap. You understood everything Mystical was saying. It's just his presentation. And, um, you know, him and DMX, some of those guys, man, I'm telling you, <laughs> they were it when it comes to, you know, to hype. Um, you know, great, you know, just genuine hip hop. And I think Mystical is very underrated yeah. as far as like one of the greats is concerned. BQ? Yeah, man, what, what year did that come out, man? That's like 97, 98? That was 96. 96? Yep, I was in college, yep. Yeah. I remember yeah. that junk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I think yeah. I, I remember getting my ass whooped on that song. <laughs> 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 I want to be bold. I want to be bold. Here I go. Mystical, man, that, that, that is a real good crunk song, man. That's one of the songs. Matter of fact, that's a song said in the tank came out, too, on Kings of Comedy. Yeah, on uh -huh. Kings of Comedy. Right. But, uh, you yeah, know, Mystical, that, that's the dude, man. I think he was doing a freestyle one day that I liked, man. And he was like, <laughs> it was like, if you catch me in the woods, I'm battling a bear. <laughs> help the bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, help the bear. Help the bear. Help the bear. <laughs> I like Mr. Yeah, Mr. that is definitely. Yeah. yeah. But back to what definitely you were saying, Marcus. I don't know if we, you know, you'll never know what he could have been if he was able to stay out of prison. Was he going to be as big as Jay Z? I don't know about that. But he could have, like I say, he could have definitely left his mark. I, I think I put him in the same category as a Buster Rhymes, maybe, maybe, maybe that you know, as far as like uh, delivery. Yes, delivery. Yes, but that's delivery. Another, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that a little bit. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's another discussion for another day. But, you know, um, but as far as type is hyping you up, man, you know. Yes. Uh, Definitely yes. mystical is that guy, man. He all of his stuff was just, you know, hey, you know, just straight energy. Hey, what's next, Kim? Well, you mentioned DMX, so let's go ahead and play Who We Be. All right, Who We Be. CNN is the streets, the cops, the system, harassment, uh -huh. the options, get shot, go to jail, or get your ass kicked. The lawyers, the part, they are of the puzzle, uh -huh. the release, the warning, try not to get in trouble. The snitches, the eyes, probation, parole, the new charge, the bail, the warrant, the hole, the cell, the bus, the ride, across, uh -huh. the greens, the boots, the yard, you caught, the fighting, the stabbing, the pulling, the grabbing, the riot squad with the captain, nobody knows what happened. In a box, revenge, the plots, the 23 hours that's locked, the one hour that's not, the silence, the dark, the mind, so fragile, the wish that the streets would have took you when they had you, the days, the months, the years, despair, one night on my knees, here it comes, the prayer. I still don't believe he is not around anymore. It's hard for me to listen to DMX these days, it really is. But nevertheless, that was Who We Be, the number two single from his fourth album, The Great Depression, which is one of the great albums in hip-hop history. And I just love that track. If you just love DMX's, how he delivers verses, how he delivers his lyrics, you know, and he just did it in a, in a certain, in a different type of rhythm as opposed to, you know, before. You know, it was almost like he was naming stuff, you know, the stuff that as he as he saw it, you know, <laughs> you know, I, 
I'm having problems with lyrics because I'm just like so captivated <laughs> by that song. <laughs> but like that second verse when he's talking about, you know, his 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 uh his issue while he was locked up, you know, the, the warden, the warrant, the hold, you know, the fights. Nobody knows who, who did it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that is just so descriptive. I just love DMX. What, what you think about them here, Big Hugh? Man, hey, I, I I love DMX too, man. You know, uh I think it's two songs out there right now that's sampling DMX music, man. Uh, you know, DMX is real different, man. When he came out, he just did different things, man. Uh, man, I, I just love DMX, man. How original he was, you know how how he was hard on his feet. Uh huh. That's 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 one thing I really like about DMX, man. And shit, it's a it's a lot of DMX songs get you crunk, you know. He was a king of getting you crunk, really. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> to be on, nigga, on your P's and Q's. Nigga. Don't be, <laughs> be a dog growl. You'll be ready. Shoot, yeah. y'all gonna yeah. make me lose my mind lose up my in mind. here? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> up in here. Up yeah. in here. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So what's next, Kim? I have Diddy Dirty Money featuring T.I. And Hello, Good Morning. Good morning. Let's go. Let's go. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Know you've been waiting. Too for it. Because I see you watching. So let's go. Let's get it poppin' Cause I'll be leaning on the bar That's a cleaner than the song Three stars won't give me my pride Twenty-five on the bank I'll be sliding on the ace And you're mad cause the pain won't stop Got your boyfriend feeling like a groupie You know, you know, we know we on that Stay like this, looking like a movie You know, you know, we know we on that And everybody know who the truth is You know, we know, we know we on that That was Diddy that was Diddy Dirty Money with Hello, Good Morning, produced produced by Danja. Uh, that's from the album Last Train to Paris. That song hit number 27 on the Billboard Hot 100, number 17 in the R&B and hip-hop charts. Dirty Money, that consisted of a uh, former member of uh, Danny Kane and the other girl. <laughs> and the other girl. You wrong for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that, that song right there, the uh, production and the... Uh, all the tools that come with it, all the sounds, all the uh, the electronic engineering behind it. I mean, that song definitely gets you hyped. It was released back in 2010, again, off of Diddy's Bad Boy album. Hey, what can you say? Well, I mean, what you think about that one, Kim? Yeah. Diddy Dirty Money, they had some good hits back in the day. I have to give them that. But they weren't my favorite. I ain't gonna lie. Just they weren't my favorite either. I just like the song. <laughs> they weren't my favorite either. I just like the song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, what you think about you? I uh, mean, I like the song, you know, song lit, man. You know, Diddy, Diddy always trying to bust a move, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's just like, hey, if you want to, if you want to, you know what I'm saying, if you want to do a song and don't want to the producer all on your song. <laughs> <laughs> and all in your video. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Only big you. <laughs> but did did he ever stop doing that though? Does he still do that? No, 
Yeah, that's why I said because yes. he was in that video dancing and shit. So, B, is there any particular uh, comic in the game today that you that you want to hook up with? Maybe uh, do some work with at some point. Man, I'm a, you know what, man. The way I feel about it, man, I don't do work with everybody. You know, uh, you know, I just like the crowd, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I like I like to see everybody win. You know what I'm saying? From right. the small to big, because you know, every win for them is a win for us because we get a chance to solidify the crowd even more. And um, you know, right. going through the pandemic, man. I know before the pandemic, man, I was I was really rolling real hard, man, and just you know, uh, everything kind of changed a little bit, you know what I'm saying, during the pandemic. A lot of it kind of, you know, uh, a lot of it kind of internet-based. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I just I just hope right now, man, when things start opening back up, man, we get to rolling. But, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm being consistent with it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at, man, and I just want to work with everybody, man. I, I did, I'm right. going to be – I'd be Desi Banks be cracking me up though. Dude be cracking me up. I ain't never doing the see. Yes. I ain't never Desi do stand up. That's kind of like a person I want to see do stand up. But I'm right. gonna work with. Right. Okay. Okay. Now I know it's kind of premature, but like, where are you pretty much working at now? You pretty much just working like the uh, the Southern District. Uh, have you been across the country for the most part? Well, what's pretty much your area that you've been working? Now you know the thing is, man. I work wherever I can get work at. You know, uh, it just, you know, um, mostly, man, mostly, honestly, man, from, from South Carolina back down to Miami. And, you know, I think, okay. uh, you know, out in Mississippi, man, I really want to go a little farther, you know, Texas, Arizona, you know, way. Uh, you know, I want to go up farther, but, you know, mainly from South Carolina, Miami, back to Mississippi. You know, that's kind of like where I've been okay. kind of growing most at. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, what's next, Kim? All right, I have DJ Drama Not Broke. Oh, all right. I see how why you like that song, Big Q. Go um, ahead and play. Oh uh, man, I just um that song, man. Honestly, man, I'll be honest, I haven't heard it in a while, bro. And I think I heard it about a year ago, man. And I was just I was listening to uh, Pandora on the way to it, man. And you know, I was like, man, this right here, this this my vibe right here, man. It really DJ drama song, but you know, Jesus on it doing his thing, man. And man, I'm telling you, man, I go to work. I do my job. <laughs> that's, that's what I was kind of like feeling, you know. When I get a chance to get on the stage, do my thing, man. That's what I'm doing, man. I'm doing my job. 
a junior job, man. Hey, and a good job that is, man. And um, you know, we we are definitely looking forward to what you got going on now. Um, <laughs> you joined the, you joined the church. I'm gonna be talking about that <laughs> recently. <laughs> and what did the preacher say? <laughs> it wasn't a church to open. If you feel like you read it. Man, that 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 was real funny. Man, I, I honestly, man, I was late night listening to some RB man, and I heard that song, man. And I I don't know where that came from, man. It was just like, man, I mean, it kind of would fit, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know with the way they remix the songs, I just thought that was hilarious. Right, and the way you, you presented it in your stand up was definitely <laughs> hilarious. Man, if you haven't seen Big Hugh in person, you have definitely got to check him out, man. The guy is hilarious. You know, I know talent when I see it. And we're gonna give you some dates and some winners that he's gonna be in in the near future, just a minute. But I think we got we got about one more song, right, Kim? Before before we wrap it up, I think we want to finish his songs. He want to hear the rest of his songs, don't he? Don't you be okay? What's no? Let me get another one. All right. I got Archie episode. We Oh, that came out. What was it? Uh, uh, I, I had it right here. This that song um came out. I think it was like ninety, like around the same time that uh ninety six, ninety seven. That uh, yeah, some, somewhere around that that area. Yeah, somewhere okay. in that area. Uh, that's that's how I graduated. Yeah. and I think I think we was we was playing that song like we ready for the world. You know, we ready. And <laughs> I think he, that was one hit of quitter, man. I ain't never heard nothing there for Archie, man. Yeah, you never heard nothing I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. He's That's a one-hit one. And I, and, I, and I lied to you. I lied to you. That was uh, 2002. I seem wow, like it came really? up around that time. Really? Yeah, it seemed like it came up. Yeah, 2002. Mm-hmm. We ready, man. Yeah. We was ready. Yeah. <laughs> we, we was ready, and then we got ready. <laughs> yeah. Yes, man. That was a lot of... That was a lot of hype songs for a lot of football teams, you know, back in the day. Is yeah. they used that song to, to try to get you know hyped up and stuff like that. So I mean, like I said, uh-huh. one hit to quit man. You know, you know, never heard anything else from Archie. I know I didn't. I can't say for you, for you guys. You know, but, nah, you know, did not, did not. We gotta do some research okay. on that. Okay. Yeah, we gotta now, do something. Yeah, yeah. Now one more for Big Q. One more, dear Silas. Okay. I ain't stressing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Be 
Because I chose to love myself, yes, I am proud of me. Not where I'm trying to go just yet, but I'm about to be. Now put your hands up in the sky and be thankful you still here and stop asking them why. Lord, I got it. You know I got it. Look, buddy, I got it. And ain't nobody on this earth gonna ever come and stop it. Cause I'm from the country south, got son of sex. Spun a big boy with 3K. And they let me bounce out of my shoulder pop. Bounce on shoulder, feel the vibe. I ain't stressing the day. Yo, I ain't stressing the day. Bounce. You negative, well, I ain't got time. I ain't stressing the day. Yo, I ain't stressing the day. Bounce. Love is on my mind. I ain't stressing the day. Yeah. I ain't stressing the day. Bounce. I'ma tell you one more time. I ain't stressing the day. Yeah. I ain't stressing the day. Bounce. That's your girl Regina Bell, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can hear out of it. <laughs> you know what? I don't know why it's not in my playlist, but it's gonna be in my playlist from now on when I'm riding to work, man. I ain't stressing the day, man. I'm telling I you. Just, I <laughs> just this song, man. And that song, I think, been out since really? 2015. I just discovered an artist, really? man. I, I read it for, I really do. I like Dear Silas, man. I heard that song one time. And from the from the first time I heard that song, I've been jamming it ever since, man. Because it's real, it's like, honestly, man, hip hop ain't like that no more, bro. Mm, mm, you know what mm. I'm saying? It's not, it's not. Listen to I'm listening to his vibe, his energy, like. I mean, you could probably play. You could play the song in church. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's it's that energy. Like, <laughs> hey, it's a positive thing, and it's rap. And uh, right. I just, like, I don't know. These kids need so much to listen to. Like, for real, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. All the goddamn time, yeah. they, and damn, they're about to die when you lose your Wi-Fi connection. You know, <laughs> damn, it's gonna be all right. <laughs> it's gonna be all right. Yeah. <laughs> That, it's gonna be all right. Our connection is more detrimental to a child than breathing. Uh huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's crazy. Yeah, crazy. But yeah, man. But uh, Big Q, man, Big Q Houston is our guest on the Good Good Podcast, man. Okay, let it before we get out of here, man. Let everybody know your dates and where you're gonna be at, how they can catch you. All right, man. All right, listen. All your social media and everything. Yeah. Thing, man. Hey, April 23rd, Signature Lounge, 242 East Orange Avenue, Tallahassee, Florida. I'm doing the next installment of Silly Saturdays. Silly Saturdays is my own independent comedy show that I do in Tallahassee. Uh, tickets, on, tickets available online in Eventbrite, and they only $10 until April 1st, you know, so that's my little love to people that deal with me, you know. $10 on April 1st, April 1st at 15 and they twenty dollars at the door, so you know by acting early you can save ten dollars. You know, um, that's my thing. I'm bringing on uh, my homeboy uh, Tez Brook up from Jacksonville, my homeboy Loose Cannon um, out of Sanford, Orlando, Florida area, and um, a dude Sammy Martin, which is an up and coming comedian right here in Tallahassee. Uh, I'm the host. Silly Saturdays is very lit, lot of fun. If it's your birthday, I got you at the door. Show Mr. Willie your ID. You come on in, but your friends got to pay. But uh, that's, right. that's what I got going down next. Now, you can find me. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Big Hugh Comedy. That's B-I-G-H-O-U-C-O-M-E-D-Y. And you can find me on Facebook. It's Brandon Houston. That's B-R-A-N-D-O-N, Houston, like Houston, Texas, H-O-U-S-T-O-N. All right? And, uh, you know, you want to book me, 
holler at me, inbox me, DM. You can find me on YouTube, the Big Q Comedy, B I G H O U C O M E D Y. You can just Google Big Q Comedy and hopefully something will come up and you can find me. That's me. That's right, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Brandon Big Q Houston, our guest on a good, good podcast. We have definitely enjoyed it. We really appreciate you coming on. We hope you enjoyed it. And we're looking forward to great things from you. All right, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank y'all for having me. And thank you for being our guest. All right. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Good show. Good show.